Good morning, good morning. Satan is trying his very hardest to shut us up. He's doing all that he can to try to shut us up. He wants us to quit. He wants us to be weary and well-doing. But do not be weary and well-doing. Do not grow weary. Continue to remain low. Continue to stay yielded. And this is how we continue. This is how we remain. This is how we renew. This is how we be reminded. When we think about the goodness of Jesus. Because there's no goodness to be found in such other. There's no other. You can think about your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your lover. Nobody going to sacrifice their life in that kind of way. Because nobody else was ever created to give their life in that type of way. To free you in that type of way. To free me in that type of way. There's no other God. So have no other gods before him. When it comes to our father. When it comes to God. Have no other gods before him. My eyes are on God. Your eyes are on God. We know that we are so serious. About where we are in God. Due to our devotion. Due to our loyalty. Unto God. All because we know that he is so loyal, so faithful, so devoted unto us as his children. Now, why would we want to walk away from something like that? Once we encounter, we encounter. Once you heard, you have heard. Once you saw, you have seen. Hallelujah. It's no way around that. An encounter with God would change a person's life forever. There are so many people that's doing things of the world. But that encounter still changed their life forever. Because they never thought about God in such a way. They never seen God in such a way. Now they encounter God in such a way. That's why they feel the way they feel it. Like they letting God down. Because what they choose to do. And not his will. And if for those who never, ever made the confession, still encountering God, unaware, thinking goodness coming from other places, mercy coming from other places, it can only be found in my Father. I am your mouthpiece, my Lord, and so are you. I'll stand up. I'll stand out. I'll take risks. I'll use faith. I'll trust in you. I'll lay down my life. I'll humble. I'll yield. I'll renew. Because I'm redeemed. I'm a star. And so are you. I'll be that vessel, my Lord. I'll spend time with you. I'm open, my Lord. Here are my ways, my God. I give it all to you, God. I'll be the one. Or you can see yourself in. I'll be the one who's in it just for you. And not looking at the game just for me. Father, I'll be the one to never gloat. I'll be the one not to stagger in my faith. Stagger in my walk. I'll be the one to stand firm. And I'm firmly standing. I'll be the one. Every time I go to sleep. 
There's a prophetic vision. They come in like living water, constantly flowing, constantly. So I can imagine what's going on on your end. I can imagine the newness God releasing unto you. I can imagine what you're receiving in his presence. I can imagine how your life is not the same as it was before. I can see your growth. I can feel your growth. You're not even tuning on yet, but I still feel it. See, as our father feel it. See. God said, come away with me. And as we go away with him, you don't want to go anywhere else. Anywhere else. We are needed here. We are needed here. I gave a word. And it was the same word for about a week. And God said, you can't go any further with them until you release. I mean, first receive this. And they got to receive this in order to receive that. And they just wasn't getting it. Encountering God and still not getting it. God is your source. God is the source of all things that you and I would ever need. He said, I am your shepherd, our Lord said. And you shall never want. And then he goes, our Lord, I only say what my father say. What good is it to preach and try to teach and you don't even live it or I don't even live it. And it's clearly being seen and demonstrated. Due to what? Not having a godly type of character. And that's what God is working on right now. His character being seen and not ours. And many people in this season, and I mean today, cannot handle it. Because many guys stop doing what they used to doing. Because people are doing it to be seen and to be heard. And God said, no, it is I being seen. It is I being heard. Do you not know it? Well, let me show it. Sit down. Because I'm the one standing up. Lay down. Because I'm the one who wake you up. Eat, drink. Because I'm the one who provided for you. Receive, release, because I'm the one who released it to you. As you release, as you receive. Everything that you can think of is because of me, say of God. Because of me, say of God. Because of me, say of God. And many people cannot handle being told to let somebody else do what they used to do. And that shows what kind of character that they have. But God, but but I'm used to preaching and I'm used to teaching and I'm used to running this business. Oh, I'm used to having money. I'm used to having this. I'm, I'm used to you, 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 you. It's not the God kind of character. Many of us in this lifestyle just for us and our family and our home. Don't even think about helping somebody else. Don't even want nobody else to go further. And that don't apply to everybody. But for those who apply to not anymore. Because one leaven live a whole lot. I see you, angel, my God. When I begin to talk like heaven, it's like the Spirit of God comes so much upon me to the point angels are starting to stand right here on my behalf. Like, what you're saying is so true. You're drawing us into you. It's like... My worship is revealing and exposing their very presence because of God's divine presence. 
They allow me to know you're learning. We're ministering unto you and you're learning. You're growing. We want you to know we're here. We're here. You call on us. You might not see us. But I want you to know. We want you to know. We are here. Don't you look around with appear to be lack, with appear to be slack. We are here. Come on, somebody. Do you know who's with you? Do you know who's with you? The entire kingdom. That means that's God's divine power. Divine power. His divine glory. 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 All of God and who he is is with us. So why and how can we ever be out of his kind of character? order to go any further, you have to have a godly kind of character. And many of us walking alongside with God without his character. And how many people turned away because they didn't experience God's character? Not even aware how much blood that many of us really have on our hands. Every time we choose to make a decision that's not even God's decision, even something like being late when you can be on time. Having all these people, or not even being consistent, and having all these people to feel bothered because they see the inconsistency. Now they're worse off than they were before because you chose to be inconsistent. That's innocent blood on your hands, and that's innocent blood on my hands. If God have you to be used to doing something and all of a sudden, it's somebody else's turn. You get in your feelings. You feel less worthy. Feel like you got to be set down. Feel like you out of the game. Then you were in it for you all along. Because it's not about you. The fivefold ministry. God really, really paid close attention to you. And to me. Because we are the examples. The divine examples. Or how to be because of the anointing. The anointing is that real for you to realize how real it really is. And how serious to really be. Because Christ is coming back. All that word, all that teaching, all that preaching, all that missionary work and all the word that you can speak in the atmosphere. It wouldn't even matter in God's presence if you don't have his kind of character. So if I still being nasty, still persecuting, still pointing a finger at us in a sense of being a victim. Many of us trying to change our lifestyles just to get something from God. Oh, I got to do this in order to get this. Okay. God want us to just want him. So many changes are about to take place in the body. Another shift. It's amazing how God can use someone not even aware that they're about to shift out of their position for a second and prophesy that to other people as if it's about to be them. All along, it's you. And when I say you, I don't mean you per se. God can use a person to prophesy to you and God is actually prophesying to them. He can do whatever he wants, however he wants. 
what draws us to God is his goodness. His goodness. Yes, there are warnings. There are warnings from good and bad. Because you're going to reap whatsoever you say. It's happening. And then we say God called us home. No, he didn't. Not prematurely. My father would call no one home prematurely. Hallelujah. Christ is the perfect example. When he said no man can take my life unless I lay it down. That means exactly what he just said. That's a desire of his heart due to the confession out of his mouth. Now, all the angels that are camped around him that God dispatched unto him have to make sure that come to pass by sparing him. And that's exactly what God did for you your entire life. Spared you. Because you had a heart, even though you didn't confess out of your mouth that you're going to live and not die. And many people are saying they're living, but in fact, they really want to die. Because of what they're saying out their mouth. And have me and have you to feel like, you know, why they do that? Why they go out like that? And have people thinking, oh, if God's such a healer, then why come they had this? Or how come they went home due to that? My grandmother, your grandparent, your cousin, and this and that. How come? There is no life outside of a God kind of character. Things happen, yes they do. But many of us live in lifestyles that we have already laid out lifetime. A doubtful lifestyle, and you laid it down. A fearful lifestyle, you laid it down. Laid it down. That's giving up. Like Stephen said to God, in your hands I command my spirit. And the only reason why he said that, because he knew that no one can take his life unless he lay it down. And he was in a very, very uncomfortable situation. It's either if you make it out of this, you're going to make it out with some bruises, some scrapes, and some serious pain. Because they're sitting there right before you to stone you. And there's no way out of that hard punishment. So guess what? Before you think to throw a stone at me, Father, I know what time it is. My assignment has ended. So I command my spirit in your hands because nobody else is going to take my life. I'm going to lay it down and put it in your hands. God is showing his character. And God is showing us if we are walking and operating his character. Self-evaluation is very important. Some of us got used to being in the spotlight. And God about to elevate you. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. For those who seem like you in the back. That you, you know, you can feel that your life is not where you wanted to be right now. Yes, you're encountering God. Yes, but you just know some things, you know, you're still waiting to receive in order, you know, to receive the breakthrough in those areas. Some people walk around satisfied because they, still, they, they seem as if, and it seems as if, 
and they make it seem as if they're blessed in all these areas to the point they'll, you know, they're good. But the purpose of that is to receive more than that. Most say, I'm good right here where I'm at because I've never been right here. I've never had this much of anything. I'm good right here for a minute. But if something seemed to lock or slack, then here I am again, God, in prayer, coming to you to bless me again. You'd be surprised all the praise, I mean, all the prayers that go up in the ears of our Father. Hallelujah. Some don't even make it to his ear. If this words about what he need to do that he already done, or to say what he already said, but he is merciful. It's times he will answer again, and it's times that he won't. Especially if you're a person who's being persecuted for, you know, just because you're a good person. Just because, you know, you have God kind of character. And people can be intimidated and do, you know, persecute you. And do some serious things to you. Disrespectfully. But it's actually building you and I. God is having some pastors to preach and teach in a different way. He might give them some help and he might send somebody else along the way. And many of them I saw it last night cannot handle that. I'm used to doing this, this way. Just because you don't see anything doesn't mean that nothing is happening. And don't think that nothing is not happening because you don't see anything. And not just pastors, but in the fivefold ministry. Because the fivefold ministry is actually at the front line. Even though we all right here on one accord. But they have, you know, as a people, a very anointing on their lives. To bring to pass what God has purposed them to do. And many of us not taking it seriously. And many of us pointing a finger at us. And many of us are being rubbish. And if you're not serious about God's glory due to the greatest harvest of souls, he don't want to keep hearing about the greatest harvest of souls in your mouth. He wants you to demonstrate the greatness of what you're about to bring to pass. And it can only be demonstrated in his presence by him seeing himself and not seeing you struggling to become more like him. Most of us are struggling by staggering. Don't know how to hold our mouth. Don't know how to bite our tongue per se. Don't even know how to hear from God. Just giving out a word that was 10 seasons ago. Just want to be heard and seen. And God said, get over the comments. Get over the likes. Get over the subscriptions. Get over yourself. It's setting you up to fall and not prosper. How many times you got to go back to something to see how many times someone is viewing it, commenting on it. And if they don't, then what? Do that make you less than who you are? People want to change their mind all the time. People do that. That's what they do. One minute they want to be your friend, next minute they don't. One minute they want to follow you, then they don't. Subscribe, and then they don't. People are, you know, sometimes can give and take back. 
quote unquote Indian givers what they call it they can give and take back hallelujah so where does that put us Don't base your worth, neither would I or shall I base my worth due to people. It must be due to God. Due to God's love, not acceptance from people. Due to God's acceptance, due to his love. Because you'll be disappointed every time. God wants us to be so firm and deeply rooted into the vine that we can stand alone by ourselves with God and not be moved and not be bothered. Because you have his kind of character. I'm not here for me. I am here, my Lord, for you. My God, my God, I'm here for you. You have to live a loose lifestyle, meaning let go of all of you. Be willing to move suddenly. To the point, if I move in my place tomorrow and God say, come out next month, guess what? Gotta move out. If God give you something and say, don't hold it so tight. Many of us hold things so tight. And for the fivefold ministry, sisters and brothers like you and me, if God has someone come alongside and help you, it's so that you can prosper. We cannot have the attitude, oh, I want the spotlight on me. I'm used to it being this way. I don't like change. And I seen the pastor and his wife, I was kind of, you know, feeling some way of what God showed me because she put him out there. <laughs> she put him out. She got too comfortable venting to the congregation. And she put him out there. When you have a spouse, do not put them out there. Don't have nothing to say about what you two talk about. Whether it seems funny or not. Without their permission. She put her husband out there. When he and his feelings, y'all. Look at him. And you, you can see him in the room Just uh, uh, uh. God, 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 God And everybody looking like, oh He in his feelings We never seen him like this before Yes, y'all, he in his feelings And guess why, y'all The congregation like, why? Because God having him to change He anointed another pastor to be beside him And he don't know how to handle that He used to be by himself he don't want to be, a, you know, get no help or he don't want no one beside him. And I said, wow, God, you showed me that. God said, that's what's happening. Hallelujah. God has given every single one of us a shepherd of a congregation. And I thank God for the shepherds of my house. And I thank God for the shepherds of your house. 
but he have pastors under him, evangelists under him, the whole fivefold ministry, even deacons and you know ushers and psalmists and you name it. It resides in the kingdom first. And we are here on earth as it is in the kingdom. God is not stepping you down. He's actually stepping you up to prosper. By adding people to do exactly what he called you to do. But them using their gifts their way. And many gifts are unique. So don't be surprised if you see a new person enter into a praise team and they will blow the songs away. But it's not to make you look less of a singer. It's for you to know that we are prospering. We all are prospering. We got to stop thinking that way. Someone doing better. They showing me up. Now, now everybody going to look at them. Now, now there's no shine for me. No, it's all unto his glory. You in a game that that requires unity, fellowship, agape love. Excuse me, God sent somebody beside me? As radical as I am? Whoa, 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 look at you. Whoa. Are you ready to go forth with this? Whoa. <laughs> it's not, oh, look at you showing me off. Now you're going to be doing what I'm doing. You're going to take my audience away. I don't have an audience. You don't have an audience. And God said to me, I'm going to tell you something. Many of our audiences are our friends and our parents and our family. It's not random people like, oh, my God. Look at this like the woman at the well. But it will be like that. But many of us feel like that. And it's just your family and friends. <laughs> so why are you getting all puffed up for? They supposed to support you. How about those who walking around not knowing what to do and about to give up, about to commit suicide. And, and all of a sudden they be told, look at this message or and your post, excuse me, your post been shared. And your post been shared and it happened to touch their page. Whoa. And you physically don't have no connection to that person. Physically, no connection. But spiritually, God had you to be there right on time for someone to look at your status. And someone shared it on their page. And their connection is not your connection. Receive a breakthrough. That's what the purpose is. Not, oh, look at all these people who I already know who's supporting me. Look about, look, think about those. Excuse me. Think about those who don't even know you, who need God in you. And the God in you show up on their behalf. So miraculously, so miraculously, to bring them back. On a, on a business card, I had my number on there. And I was getting so many phone calls. And, I, and they was calling me all types of times of the night. And I was like, Father, Enough with this. I need some sleep. And God said, be available. Be available. Be that risky to know that I would still have you to be energized as if you're lying down, as if you had sleep without even gaining sleep because I can do anything 
if you take risks and be available. And I was up all throughout the night praying with people. Some people I had to pray for over and over again, and they would not let you go off the phone. You, you try to cue them off, okay. They still add in a new sentence that takes and requires like six more chapters. And you have to give them the same love, the same devotion that God gave unto you. And guess what? I was never, ever tired. I lost nothing, but I actually gained. I actually gain. When it looks like you're losing, you're gaining. But just don't be the one to make the cause whether you lose or gain. It must be God. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for showing me that. And I had to pray for that sister, you know, that wife that God showed me. He would show me random things all across the world. It's not for us to figure out who is she talking about? doesn't matter, does it? No, it don't. Because God would never expose you. So he would never expose them. Hallelujah. But we can't do that. Even with a friendship, we can't call nobody out. We can't put nobody out there. Come on, somebody. Come on. We can't do that. And I may call them out negatively. If somebody come to you and say something, whether it's good or bad about somebody else, be found trustworthy. Don't go and tell somebody, especially who you know going to go back and tell them what you said. And then now you've been confronted. You've had two options. Lie about it or, you know, be, be held accountable for it and say, yeah, I did. But either or, you're never going to be looked the same. You're never going to be looked at the same. Because they're going to look at you some kind of way because they feel some kind of way. Because they feel like the trust is lost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody might open up a restaurant and you can be a chef and got your own restaurant. And they restaurant can be look like it's prospering. It's not that to take the tension off of yours. It's for you guys to, you know, you see your brother or sister and you know them per se. You know, thank God for what's happening for them. Just make sure you step your game up. God never intended for us to watch somebody else prosper. And we think we're going to stay right where we are. No, you must come up higher. And God may put somebody and place somebody in your path to see them prospering. And what do we do? What's our first response? Oh, no, I got to step my game up. Yeah, step it up. Step it up. And not to compete to compare. But so that you can become better as an individual. And that I can become better. You see a merch that's prospering? And you look at yours and be like, oh, look at this. Oh, oh. <laughs> Step it up. <laughs> Step it up. God can come to us in any way, shape, or form. He might come to you by showing you somebody else in the same situation. In the same situation, let me slow it down. As you and I are. Step it up. Step it up. Hallelujah. So those who are in it for themselves, God's about to show them what it's like to see someone in it for him so they can step their game up. That's all it's about. So we all can prosper. You know how many times I've been, you know, denied? When someone wanted me to give a word, someone went, you know, behind me or under them, nah, uh, come up with other options all the time. 
What do I do with that? Give it over to God. Can't nobody stop God. Hallelujah. Every times I went to a congregation and, you know, been asked for months or a year prior to speak. I get there to speak. And someone, you know, could feel in they, some type of way in their feelings. I should be the one speaking. Who is this outsider coming and speaking? I've been serving this long and I've been doing this and doing that. It's my time. It's my turn to shine. Hallelujah. And they would say it right in your face. <laughs> Some would say it right in your face. And you'd be like, oh, okay. Don't get in your feelings. <laughs> Don't you dare. Because the God kind of character that you have, which is God's kind of character, they need that. They need that. They need that. Hallelujah. Seriously. We all can use a little bit of help. We all can use the sharpening, the quickening. We all can use it. But I don't know about you, but I'm so over a word that's out of season. I'm so over the prophet lying. I said, Father, I want you to be seen and heard so much more than ever before in it through me. Oh, you do, Quenisha? You do? Oh, right. Come along with me. God. And don't take nothing with you. And I'm telling you guys something. It's just been me and God. And I know you are you and God, you know. Enjoy your moment with God too. Don't want to take my eyes off. Don't want to do anything without him. And every time I do what I usually do, I'm still, you know. I'm stopping what I'm doing more and worship and praise more. I have not watched a full movie in weeks. I got to keep stopping it because I'm looking at God. Look at me while I'm watching a movie. Hold on, turn this movie off. My God. Look at you watch me. You're so good. You're the creator of all things. Oh, God. I'm trying to say it's that service. For real, though. When I'm eating. Oh, God. Thank you for the spiritual food also. Thank you for preparing a way before me. When we are hungry, you feed us. It's word in everything that we do. So how can I not acknowledge God in all that I do? And I'm literally doing that. So serious. I like watching beautiful places around the world. You know, 4K videos on YouTube. And all these beautiful places. Oh, God. All around the world. And each culture, each country. I mean, excuse me. Each city, state, whatever you want to call it. Each place. Beautiful. And I'm like, God, turn this off for a second. You're the creator of all things. This would not exist without you. Then I went a little deeper with it. Father, I want a before and after picture in my mansion on the wall right now, please, of what the earth looked like before and how it looked right now. I want to see how heaven looked before. And how heaven look now. I want before and after pictures. I want the beginning and I want the outcome. I want that. And God loves when we ask things like that. Don't you love when somebody enter what you do? If like you're a cook or 
Whatever you sing, somebody be like, you know, ooh, can you sing sing this for me? Ooh, how, how do you come up with a, singing like that? You just all over your gifting. You just like, you know, I mean, you're not gloating, but you like, you know, you appreciate it. You like, thank you. This person really like my gift of God. Thank you. <laughs> and don't you feel more motivated? Seriously. There was a woman who had a friend who was filled with many devils. She didn't tell me that. She missed that part out. Maybe God had her too. Let me say it like that. Hallelujah. Because who just willingly wants to be around someone filled with many devils just because? You know what I'm saying? So on my way to minister a word, I get a phone call. I got someone I want you to pray for. Okay, sure. I'm letting you know now, Quenisha. You know, it's going to be some serious praying. Okay? You hear me? I'm like, okay. All right. So I hear this loud mouth as I'm approaching the scene where, you know, the woman was and her friend. And all I see is nothing but darkness. Nothing but darkness. And, and she's just so loud. Can't nobody help me. Can't nobody do nothing with these demons I got. These are powerful demons. It's going to take a person that's real, that really woke with God for me. I'm tired of the hypocrites. I done been in churches. I done been in front of priests. I done been in front of this. Ain't nobody. Y'all ain't doing nothing. Y'all, all y'all do is talk. I'm still filled with demons. Y'all ain't doing nothing. Just talking and talk like y'all doing something. And God said, not yet. Wait. I was like, hey, oh, her? This your friend? I don't mean no harm. I mean, how you doing? Come on. <laughs> but um, like I said, <laughs> can't nobody help me. I don't care who she trying to send to try to help me. Can't nobody help me. With, I'm too powerful to have these demons. And I'm overpowered by these demons. Now, what kind of sense does that make? So God said, not yet. Don't say nothing. Just, you know, be polite. I'm like, good to see you. You're good to see you too, but in other words, I don't know what you're here for. If she ain't doing it, they ain't doing it, then you think you're going to be able to do it. I say, not yet. We get to a specific place on the train. I'm trying to tell you. God had me to give a word. As soon as I opened up my mouth, she was the first one to fall to her knees. Oh, God, 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 I'm sorry, God, forgive me, God. Begin to call out every single sin by name, every demon by name. And I was like, oh, God, um, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Because she was calling out some stuff. I was just watching pornography, God. No more doing this when I watch. I'm like, oh, God, she can detail, oh, God, on the train, people listening. God, to get it out though, get it out, get it out, my God. I mean, you know, I might get real blunt with it, and you're like, oh, okay. It went way beyond, oh, okay. And no one felt like to, you know, look at her strange. They was like, okay, she must really need to get this stuff out. And everybody can relate to doing things that we know we shouldn't have done, whether it's, you know, it's that or not. But you know, it's still something, you know. And she just was going for it, from Southern Avenue Station all the way to the Font Plaza Station. Just pouring out stuff. I'm saying, I mean, on the floor, crying, snot, tears, oh, you name it. It was. I'm trying to tell you. 
I had my hand on her back. You okay? You good? You good? She began to hug me, and when she got up, now we at the Far Plaza. I'm trying to tell you guys. Now we at the Far Plaza. She collapsed right there on the floor. Now you know the Far Plaza during rush hour is filled with a lot of people walking back and forth. She on the middle of the floor. It's me, her, and her friend. She on the middle of the floor. Oh my God! You are a woman of God. Everybody listen to her. She said, my God, no other, no other person could cast out no devils out of me. That woman, I'm like, you know, you ever had somebody that goes so bold and, you know, bolder than you, actually. And you like, you know, you got to stir yourself up not to be embarrassed, you know what I'm saying? Not to feel, you know, you, you know, the attention being, you know, on y'all. Some people looking like, oh, God. Some people look like they crazy. Some people, you know, receiving and we have people coming, giving her tissue and, you know, then both of them got on the floor. Now, now her friend on the floor now. Father, forgive me. I'm like, oh God. I got 10 minutes to be at work. And I'm like two stops away to be at work. And God had to move how he had to move. Her life was not the same. She said, You said nothing. And the whole time, you will be the one. You ain't coming me with all this praise the Lord and the oil and all. You ain't even putting no oil on my head. You don't even look like you can do what you do. Neither did David. <laughs> Neither did anybody who did it. Because it was God who doing it. God always spares the humble and the weak. And he always resists the prideful ones. The proud ones. That's why we have to stay low. You get bigger than yourself, God, how can he move with that? Because now you try to become what he can do. And I didn't have nothing to say. I, I was so, you know, filled. I was stuck in the presence of God right there at that station. I was stuck. Because so much was being poured out and so many people was receiving and I was, you know, stirring myself up at the same time not to be nervous or, you know, focus on people, the tension that's on us because I do not like attention, you know, like that, you know. No, I do like it, but not like that. Come on now. We all like attention, but not like that. I don't like spotlight. That's what I mean. No, I do not. And she walked away so light. Them demons fled out of her. And I'm talking about like dragons. She would never forget that. You are, and then she, I had to pray for her because she was beginning to be angry at her friend and other people. Y'all been beside me all this time. Y'all couldn't do this. And look at her, she don't even know me. And yes, she did it. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's all unto the glory of God. We don't have to go nowhere, have to say who we are, claiming our titles and all this. And you know what I'm saying? To feel like we're important. Elevating our own selves in ministry, and, you know. Trust me, it's going to be demonstrated what you do and what you don't do. Hallelujah. Let me ask you a question right now. 
when you think about your entire purpose, your entire worship unto God, your devotion, you know, everything, your loyalty, you know, your appreciation, why do you continue to follow him every day? Why do you continue to deny your flesh? Why do you press every day? Why? What's your answer? Why? Why did you hold on to him all this time and still would never let go? Why? Let it be because he first loved you. this season I'm so big on before and after because that's a makeover that's what's called a makeover here's a picture of the kingdom before now here's the kingdom after here's a picture of you before and here's a picture of you after here's a picture of your status before here's a picture of your status after your health before your marriage before your children before you're home before. You're business before. And here it is after. Come on, somebody. Because God put his super on your natural. His super on our natural. Thank you, Father, for the sudden lease. Started when? Now. When? Now. No matter what suddenly. We all can use a suddenly. No matter what area. A sudden breakthrough for confidence in you. Much more. A, a suddenly to be more available, a suddenly to be more inspiring, a suddenly to be more positive. Somebody could tell you, oh, you do too much. It's no way. There are no limits. So there's no such thing as too much. Hallelujah. Somebody could say, you're not doing enough. Somebody's going to always have something to say. And I'm going to tell you something. Honestly, because of the fire of God on me, nobody comes to cue and say nothing like that. Uh-uh. Now, they used to. Oh, yeah. They used to. Everybody had all kinds of things to say. Well, I would, I would get up and preach like this. Or how about if you do it like that? And I would say, I would do what God had me do. I let them know I'm not taking that into consideration. No, it must be what God want me to do. But I wouldn't say it like that. I would say it in so many other ways that's so, you know, nurturing. To the point it has them be like, yeah, not, yeah, whatever. You understand? No one leave me feeling like, yeah, whatever, man. Nah, uh-uh. I love too much. <laughs> Father, now is the time. I'm trying to say, you showed the right one that passage. Now is the time. <laughs> he say for what? Whatever. However. <laughs> because I am and you are whosoever. And I'm talking to you guys when I say whosoever. We are the whosoever's. I got to be more clear. You know, because you guys can only hear me. You can't see me. I'm doing a lot of hand gestures pointing to you. You don't see me pointing to you. So you can confuse me talking to God in such a way. He's not a whosoever. We are the whosoever's. Hallelujah. Jesus. I'm fired up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fire! Oh, God, Jesus! 
And I'm fired up with so much joy. Yes. 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 I can't stand and wait for anybody. I'm praying. I advise you not to do the same. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. There are people that's being stripped as you go. People just falling in their walk because, I mean, you hold your hand and help them. But you cannot cause that to have, I mean, you cannot have that to cause you to stop. You got to keep going. Got to keep going. You understand? We got to keep going. I thank God for, you know, just him proving himself in my life like that. He's like, I told you. See? Yes, Father, I see. Come here. Come here, please, my Lord. My God. I see. I see what you see. Oh, God. I like what I see. Do you like? Do you like? Do you like what you see? I'm trying to tell you. Yes, I like what I see. I love it, God. I'm watching. I mean, I go. I'm looking and I'm liking. Oh, God. Jesus. Yes, I love it, God. See? And you thought you could never do certain things that you've been delivered from, that you could never stop. And you're not even into those things anymore. You don't even care for those things anymore. See? You have a new hunger. I filled all the voids. See? It's what I wanted for you. It's all I've been trying to do. That's why I was on you so much. And you know I'm not going anywhere until you get this. I want you to have this. It's yours. I, I created it for you. This don't belong to anybody else but you. These giftings are yours. This anointing is yours. This lifestyle is yours. It belongs to you. And only you. And those are the desires in your heart. And I know that you, you know, it's feeling like you're in a rock and a hard place. You didn't see how you was going to get out of it. But I want you to know that you can't get yourself out of sin. You have to know that I so love you that I spared you to deliver you from sin. Many of you, many of us, excuse me, Try to stop the sin before we go to God. The reason why he said just come to him because we can't. We have to give it over to him. Because whenever we try, what happens? We go back and we go back. And then we give up. It's just not for me. I try. I keep trying. I keep. Because it's not for you. You don't even have the ability to deliver you. He already has. He just wants you to come to him. Because the more you know him, the more you know of him. And the more I know of him. I should get out the bed. You know, I'm struggling to get out the bed. I'm alright, man. I'm alright. I'm alright. I declare the creed. I will not be sleepy. I don't need no coffee, man. I got energy. Endless energy. God restored me back to my youth. You best believe I have endless energy. It don't matter I go to six continents in one day. I'm still the same as if I went to none. And it goes for anything and everything. I hold this man full responsible for who he say he is. By living a lifestyle unto that way. That reality. Looking at him knowing his abilities. Walking on water. My entire life not even aware. So were you. And look. Here I am. Here you are. I've been wanting to be right here. My entire life. 
And every time I feel like maybe it's just too good for me to get God. No, it's for you. Come on, come on. You got it, you got it. You got it. Stand again. Stand again. Stand again. My God. My God. My God. And why am I here? Because I love God. I understand what the apostle said in the New Testament. I am a slave unto Christ. My life belongs to him. I do whatever he wants me to do with my life. There's no talking myself out of it. Here I am, my Lord. Here I am. I'm that desperate. If he, even if he's full of things that seem to be embarrassing, I don't care. Get him up out. And God's full of things up to the is, I mean, the issues of us to the surface that were embarrassing. God's full of all kinds of things. And we had to admit, because it was the truth. And when I would burst in the seat, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father. Look at me. Look at us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to your goodness. Hallelujah. My gladness upon your goodness. My gladness upon your mercy. My gladness upon your deliverance. My gladness upon us being brought back. My gladness upon our earth as it is in the kingdom. My gladness upon Christ coming back. And there's no if, ands, or buts about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I looked at Christ one time and I said, Christ, I'm going to do the best I can to make sure you don't have to tell anybody that you never knew them. Because that got to be very uncomfortable for you because you laid your life down for everybody. For you to have to tell somebody who had an opportunity, who'd been walking with you and turned around and all kinds of things, for you to say, I never knew you. I'm not having him to have to go through that. I care about him too much to have him in that situation filled with all this love and have to deny somebody because they denied him. That's why I'm so hungry and desperate to go out. That's why I'm so bold and so determined. Nobody can shut me up. Nobody can sit me down. Nobody can take my life. I am here. And his, God, his gospel, his good news is being revealed and exposed. And I know you feel the same way. And it's called fired up. What time is it? 3.37 in the morning. I'm so fired up. I'm not even sleeping, no. No. Just sitting here enjoying God like never before. Because here is a man who so loved us. And we meditate on that love and think about everything that he does. Everything we look at is because of him. Everything we do because of him. So when we know that, how can we not show and demonstrate that? So the purpose God had me to get on here is that he's adding help to many of us 
who needs the help. And the thing is, the help that he's sending is, in, you know, due to ministry. And there are some people who don't want the help. They are crying. I don't want nobody beside me. But you say you serve me. So how are you going to serve me feeling your, you know, your ways? Why are you even having a tantrum if you're walking like me? You're saying, as I am, so are you. And it goes for all of us all over the world. We declare that as Jesus is by saying, Father, your will be done. That's saying as Jesus is. And who are we to have tantrums? God said, go to this place. I don't want to go there. Even God said, marry this person. I don't want to marry them. Who, them? Her? <laughs> Him? Nah. And we cannot experience, and we will not experience, the fullness thereof until we listen to God and follow His instructions. Every time I'm talking to you guys, the angels want to really show up and show out. Every time... Every time you guys want to show out when I'm talking, you don't show out as much when I'm not recording because you want me to talk about it because I'm going to call out what I see. Thank you. I love you guys. Are you guys ready? God said what's happening is a makeover. You went from this way to now this way. <laughs> ah, everybody receiving a makeover. Everybody, a makeover, a makeover. Father, you know I want a whole new wardrobe. No, seriously, to go with this, you know, spiritual makeover. I like to dress up a lot. I mean, seriously, guys. I used to wear like ball gowns to the, you know, <laughs> grocery store. They'd be like, where do you think you're going? Oh God. Dress like Cinderella going to the mailbox. They're like, wait, you think they used to chip off me so much, my sister, my mother and him. Where do you think you're going though? Change my clothes like three times a day. I'm trying to tell you guys. I don't know. It was just, you know, it's just like that. But I went, I know, I, I got it better. I don't change my clothes three times a day. But I may. It depends on where I'm going. You know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I just like, that's just me. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like. I'm not knocking you for what you like. I like dressing up. I would dress down too. But, you know, majority of the time I like dressing up. I do, guys. I love dressing up. Yeah. I put a dress on quick. Yeah. Ball gown style, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the time, yeah. I just love that, you know. I love to dress like that. You may not do wear jeans and t-shirts, you know. That's on. That's you. That's what you like. But during this time, just receive, just receive. You know. Remain in God's character. That's what He's doing right now. Building up His character within every single one of us. And he's adding help by giving us a makeover. Hallelujah. Everybody's status has changed. <laughs> you went from one place to another place. We transition. We transforming due to empowerment. It's my time for now. Greater is he who's in us. Greater is he who's in us. Than he who is in the world. I love you. I love you. I love you. Enjoy this beautiful, beautiful day. <laughs>